Money Podcast, the Week 17, if you believe it, edition. Joseph White here alongside Mr. Ryan Paul. So we're going to take you through this regular season ending slate. Why, Ryan? Well, Joe, we've come to the end of the road, but there is still shoes to get. And Daddy needs them. Uh, the end of the road is right, week 17. Uh, we are recording this um, on on New Year's Eve at the end of of 2020. Um, I, I I don't know I, I don't I don't know what to say about doing a, a week 17 pod on New Year's Eve uh, in this in this longest year of our lives, other than to say that uh, let's let's hope the luck changes and and we take some shoe money uh, on 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 the other side of the new year on the other side of the ball drop. Hey, we had a great year, both of us. This was a great year for the pod. You know what? That's true. Um, so let's let let me rephrase. I hope the fantasy luck stays the same on the other side of the ball drop, and the luck in the more uh, macro uh, societal sense maybe that changes as we as we. Know. I feel it's it's weird. Like everyone every year every year writes you know the same think piece about how this we got we you know the, thank God this year is finally over. It always feels a bit overcooked to me. I think it might be spot on this time. Yeah, this year seems appropriate for that, eh? Yeah, yeah, it worked out, worked out pretty well. Uh, so turning to football, a little bit of a strange week. Um, in that, I mean, week seventeen is always a little bit of a strange week, um, but it it's odd because we've got a lot of folks in the mix. Like, there's a pretty representative sample here of. Uh, of players in the player pool, and I, I think I think you've got to feel uh, you've got to feel pretty good about the lineup you can throw together here, um, and and not having to rely on guys you've never heard of unless unless that's the way you want to build. Yeah, you know, a lot of studs, some great value. I'm I'm just not there yet in terms of like the three thousand dollar wide receiver that hasn't played all year that we can just somehow gain an affection for and play in all of our lineups, and I, I need that. It doesn't feel like week seventeen yet. No, it it feel it feels like like a week fourteen where you you've got you know you can play the studs you can find, um you know most teams going out there with with a representative sample of who they've been you know obviously Mahomes is going to sit you know Roethlisberger is going to sit you know do you want any any Chad Henney there um uh, spoiler alert I do a little bit um but for the most part we, we were going through some of the names you can get here and and we'll use this as a bridge into quarterback um you you can you can pick you can have your pick of some of the guys we've been playing all season um, Deshaun's high price, Josh Allen's high price. They're both available. They're going to play. Do we know for how long? Um, unclear there, you know, but, but you can get Rogers needing to win at $7,400. Uh, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, obviously the Packers are still playing to lock up the number one seed. And in this year, there's only one buy in each conference. So very important. So I think we see near a hundred percent Rogers 
You know, if, if they're winning by three or four touchdowns late in the fourth, then yeah, maybe he gets pulled. But otherwise, I think we can expect 100% Rodgers. So big priority on this slate is getting a big expensive quarterback that you think will be in a competitive game and won't get benched. Uh, I think we can get some Lamar Jackson too, a must-win game for the Ravens to make the playoffs. Yeah, I'm, I was I'm remiss in, in, in going – and just kind of steaming past Lamar Jackson. The problem is $8,000 is his price. It's a bit much for me. Um, but but he has, in, in the last couple of weeks, and especially last week against the Giants, he's looking like that MVP, top level, top tier, top one, two, three, four, five quarterback in the league. Um, I was very impressed with, with how that offense looked against the Giants last week. So, you know, 22 points last week, um, but 30, 38. 27 in in the three games before that in a game they need to win against a bad defense um you can absolutely play them uh you you probably should play them if you're playing multiple lineups it's just eight thousand dollars is a bit expensive for me when you can get aaron Rodgers, who has gone over 23 and a half in in i think all but one game since week six so six hundred dollars yeah, cheaper that's a, a very good point we like with Lamar, the stacking candidates aren't really the most appealing. Sure, Marquise Brown has looked a little bit better as of late. You can play him with Mark Andrews, or you can just roll Lamar solo. With Rodgers, you have a clear stack with Devontae. And on the other side, the Bears need to win to make the playoffs. So you can definitely mix and match the Bears pieces to get a much better game stack where both teams have some. Yeah. So you got to love that in week 17. Now, let's just kind of lump in the guys who don't have anything to play for or might play a little bit here. We got Deshaun Watson, Houston's eliminated. We got Josh Allen for the Bills with nothing to play for. And you got Tom Brady, who Tampa Bay theoretically can move up a spot, but we don't know how much they're going to play. If you want to take shots on these guys, by all means, but they're a way further down priority for me than guys like Jackson. Guys like Rodgers, we'll talk about Russ Wilson soon. Kyler's kind of banged up. I'm not sure how much interest I have there. Mm -hmm. And, and like in this top range, I just want these guys who we know for sure are going to be motivated and are going to play. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can you can do some some Brady. I, I think I'd rather pay $100 and get Russell Wilson because uh, the Seahawks can still go get a one seed, though his numbers haven't been there. So uh, it, it, I, I'm, I'm less enthused on playing Wilson as I would be somebody $200 cheaper just because Wilson's returns haven't been there. Um, but, I mean, I would pick Wilson, I think, over Brady just because I think Wilson's a more guaranteed, you know, full game play. But look, $7,100 Justin Herbert against a Chiefs defense that can be that can give up fantasy points to quarterbacks and may not have everyone in it for the full game because they're, they're locked into that one seed. So uh, I like Herbert seventy one hundred dollars there. Yeah, of the guys with nothing to play for, I think Herbert is my favorite. Same for you. Absolutely. Yeah, so I, I like that a lot. I like Tannehill a lot too. Derrick mm -hmm. Henry makes a lot of sense for the Titans, must win game. But you know, you can just as easily stack Tannehill with AJ Brown, Corey Davis, Johnny Smith. So I like Tannehill quite a bit too. Uh, in the 6K range, do you have anybody on your radar? Uh, no, there was nobody there. I mean, it, there's like three. 
I mean, you want to say Philip Rivers at 6K, but um, I, I think I'd, I'd rather play Jonathan Taylor out of that offense. Um, and and so there's there's no one really in that 6K range, even if I'm being honest, the high 5K range that I'm interested in here. Yeah, quite quite the drop-off in pricing. There's like almost nobody in the sixes, and the high fives is a skip down to, of course, Mitchell Palooza. <laughs> I mean, you can take him if you want him. His numbers are there. Um 25 last game of 15 point dud in week 15 um but then 25 again in week 14 I, you know if you want him sure because they're probably going to be chasing all game um he's even kind of a pass for me i'm even looking cheaper than that get in there with chad henny bro there it, it is give me it. there it is it is it's it's chad henny i mean look I just, I just like that you're getting an Andy Reid quarterback at $5,100. He's going to play the whole game. If if Kelsey and, and Tyreek play a little bit, I think it's interesting. Um, if, if we get ahead of time that both Tyreek and Kelsey are going to be out the whole game, they're not going to see anything, then, then this, you know, my enthusiasm here drops. But if either of those guys get some playing time, if they play a half, you know, a $5,100 quarterback in an Andy Reid offense with those two guys in it, I'm, I'm going to take a shot in a tournament with Henny and see what I can jam in in terms of high-priced running back, high-priced wide receiver plays. Um, and I'll also just mention Danny Dimes, $5,100. Um, Must-win game, obviously, for the Giants. Could still win this division. Uh, could still could still win a three-way tie at 6-10 and 10 and uh, and get a playoff berth at home. Dallas uh, is, is a defense we've targeted all year. I don't love it. But I'll just mention some dimes because because you know there's there's a there's there's a narrative here that has dimes certainly paying off at fifty one. Yeah, I like dimes myself too. If you were picking between dimes and henny, you'd go henny. Uh, it would depend on what we what we are getting with the skill position players around the Chiefs. Um, if if there's if if we're expecting a, a reasonable load from Tyreek and and Kelsey, then Henny. If it looks like those guys may sit, then then I'll play dimes and feel pretty good about it. But either either one of those plays at fifty one hundred dollars is actually a tournament play I kind of like. Other guys in this range, just to mention quick, we have Baker Mayfield at five point five k. All of his receivers are going to be back. Must win game for Cleveland. We can probably expect a at least diluted Pittsburgh defense, so he's at least interesting. And, you know, we got the Rams guy, John Walford, who's going to make his first start. He's 4.9K. Apparently he can run a little bit, but no Cooper Cup. Any other quarterbacks? No. Uh, running back. You know, Kamara and Henry are the two guys at the top. I mean... It's weird to say I'm not really interested in a in a Alvin Kamara coming off a 60-point game, but uh, I'm going to want to look at his ownership numbers because if they're sky high, uh, as you might expect them to be after a 60-point game, then it might be an avoid for me because before the 60-point game, he wasn't there, right, in terms of, in terms of, uh, of payoff here. Um, that is the outlier because he hadn't gone above 20, 22 and a half points since week 10 before going for 60 last week. So, you know, I, I think the average Camara game is somewhere in the middle, but at 9,500, I want a guaranteed payout. 
You're definitely not getting that in in Derrick Henry, but I think you've got more of a shot with Derrick Henry against a Houston defense that's 32nd uh, against fantasy running backs. I think this is a pretty good matchup for Henry. I like him at 94. Curious if you could just pick one, Camara or Henry, pretty much the same price. So it's not even like we have to take it out of the you know take it to some abstract place. Which which would you go with? So this is a bit of a cop-out answer, but I play on DraftKings, which is full-point PPR, which offers bonuses for 100 yards rushing and receiving. I play on FanDuel, which is half-point PPR and no bonuses. I play Camara on DraftKings. <clears throat> I play Henry on FanDuel. Okay. If that makes sense. I it like does. them both. They'll both be popular. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think if you're making multiple lineups, they both have to be in there. Um, just if, if I'm picking one, I'm probably picking Henry. Um, but hey, you know, maybe, maybe you pick David Montgomery and, and outscore them both. Cause I mean, the, the, the end of the season renaissance that he's had 20 points, 32, 28, 27, 28. Uh, those are his games since week 12. It's not like, he, you know, Green Bay is great against the run. The only thing you don't love is that they're probably going to be chasing, uh, in this game. At least you expect them to, but he's, he's catching, He's getting targets. You'd like to see him more, you know, five, six, seven, only only four targets in his last two games combined. But at 7,700, I, I think you still really have to like him. Yeah. With David Montgomery, he's been running so hot. I, I wish he was still priced as he was a month ago at 5,500, where we were just playing him every single week. But the production has warranted the price increase, obviously. He ran bad last week to not get another touchdown. I believe he was only a few yards shy of the rushing bonus. And if he ends up putting up 30 or 35 last week, I think he'd be much more popular. Yes, we don't love the game script, but he will catch passes. I think he's fine. You know, it's just I, I think I'd feel much more comfortable getting up, you know, 17 or 1800 to Henry or Kamara. Yeah. But in, in his range, it's interesting because – don't really like Nick Chubb on DraftKings, maybe a little more on FanDuel. Eckler seems overpriced in a game where they just really don't need him. But Jonathan Taylor at 7.4K, I mean, he's a smash this week. Yep, absolutely. You know, 18, 16, 20, those are his rushing carries the last three weeks. He's got a great matchup here. Um, 30th against fantasy rushing backs is this Jaguar defense. 7,400. I, I, I absolutely, absolutely love Jonathan Taylor this week. Um, you know, Aaron Jones, script should be good for him. I, I think you can play him, though, with with Aaron Jones and the Green Bay rushing attack, it's it's always, you're always in a spot where, you know, I mean, who knows, right? It, it could just suddenly not be the Aaron Jones game. I'd rather have Rodgers. Um and I, I, I want to pause and just ask you, do you have any interest in, in paying $6,800 for David Johnson in 2020? Even if it's 2021. Am I a bad person if I played him at 6100 last week and got, like, run pure to 31 points? I mean... I'm uh, good there. With the seven dollar bump, no thank you. Yeah, that's that's tough. Uh, he, I mean, he's he's getting a great matchup. You know, if you're making five lineups, maybe throw him in one, um, because it's it's not like the thirty two point game he had last week was a one off. He had twenty seven the week before. It's just, I mean, he's he's 
$1,700 more expensive than he was in week 15 when he put up that first, uh, that first big game. So that's a tough spend for me. Um, J.K. Dobbins is interesting, but he still only got 11 carries. He hasn't been above 15 carries yet this year. 6,700 feels expensive to me. Um, who else in this mid 6k range Zeke Elliott DeAndre Swift these are guys we've, we've been talking about all year yeah the thing with Dobbins is Lamar takes up so much rushing equity and they're surely going to give Gus Edwards work because he's been good yep so in a timeshare there I don't want anything to do with Dobbins I like Miles Gaskin he came right back into his same role last week had a huge, huge second half. So got the price increase. I like him. I don't love him, but I like him. Uh, Zeke, kind of like playing for a job, maybe. <laughs> Is that even possible to say with his contract? Yeah, but it's hard to move that contract. But, but I mean, Pollard has, on balance, I think you've got to say Tony Pollard has looked better this year than Zeke Elliott has. Yeah, he's fresh, and that's the thing with paying running backs is that you actually take some hits and you actually put some wear and tear on your body. Like, look at Todd Gurley. He's dust. <laughs> yeah. So this range is it more or less kind of a dead zone. I'm waiting to see what happens with the Vikings because if Alexander Madison plays – 6.1K is a little more than I know we're comfortable with, but Dalvin's already out. And if Madison's out, that opens up Mike Boone and Amir Abdullah. So that's an interesting situation to monitor going through the weekend. But otherwise, like Swift, nothing to play for. Jacob's nothing to play for. Carson's kind of splitting with Carlos Hyde a little bit, so I don't really love that. Mm -hmm. I I guess kind of Jeff Wilson, if they're going to run him. Yeah, I just... I, I feel like Jeff Wills. I feel like the the Niners backfield is the new Patriots backfield, and you just can never trust anyone in there. You know, Mostert when he's healthy. Um, if you can get a string of, of consistently healthy games at a Mostert, I think is the closest you get to somebody you can rely on in that backfield. But otherwise, it's so hit or miss. I'm not sure I'm interested in Wilson even after that great game. You know, Kareem Hunt. Hunt and Chubb both were in absolute slam dunk spots last week and whiffed, so I'm kind of out on those two guys. The Hunt, Hunt had a better game. I mean, 14 points um, isn't bad. Ronald Jones coming back, 5,900, but I'm not sure, you know, coming back you want Ronald Jones um, kind of in week 17 when there's not a ton to play for. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to get to Ronald Jones. It makes sense. Like, if he's going to play, he's a great play. You know, you could expect 20 to 25 touches, maybe 100 yards, maybe some targets, and he'd be a great play. But we just don't know that yet. Yeah. And then after we talk about him, it's a huge drop for me. Yeah, there's there's nobody in, honestly – there's there's nobody in this this mid five, four k range until we get to the mid four range, with uh, uh, excuse me, Agunbowale in Jacksonville. Um, he had a very good game last week for somebody who was four k or fourteen attempts, 
71 yards. Those are really good numbers if you project that forward. Um, and, and, you know, didn't score a touchdown last week, but got five targets in the passing game. Combine all that together, maybe he falls into the end zone this week. That's a great game at 4,500. Uh, you know, I'll take that. The Rams situation is something to watch. Um, you know, whatever whatever healthy back emerges in that backfield could be down in this in this very cheap range. We mentioned Minnesota's situation, so you know you, you got to watch what the health situation is. You know, Jacksonville, I feel like that's decided. You can play him forty five hundred as a slam dunk. Do it, um, and then and then watch some health situations and some four K running backs will emerge. That I think you can feel pretty good about. Yeah, uh, Daria Gumbawale, just got to get that name out there. But yes. James well Robinson out, we know that he's going to be the usage guy. So definitely like him. Malcolm Brown looks to be the lead guy for the Rams, assuming Cam Akers is out and Malcolm Brown himself is uh, 100%. And then we also got the Jets, where Frank Gore is not going to play. LaMichael Pirine went on the COVID list. So that leaves Ty Johnson, who's 4,300. And again, these aren't guys that we love to play. They're not studs by any means, but the price makes them very appropriate for the slate. And finally, there's no Christian McCaffrey. There's no Mike Davis this week. We got the Rodman, Rodney Smith at the Dead Men 4K. That I mean that that offense that offense has turned out uh, points at the running back position. Obviously, with Christian McCaffrey, right? But then you saw. Mike Davis fill in very, very well. I don't think you can expect um, Mike Davis-level production here, but at 4K, if you get 75% or, or 50%, 60% of what Mike Davis could give you, you can feel pretty good about that at 4K. So that's that's a very there's – some, there's some value at running back that has and will continue to emerge over the next couple of days. Where there maybe isn't at wide receiver as we go there, um, where you look at the top – Things are a little bit of a mess. Devontae Adams, you absolutely want to play him. 9,200, slam him in. You, you, if you're playing Rodgers, stack him there. You can always play Devontae Adams. Absolutely love uh, love him. Calvin Ridley, 8,500. That's a big price for a guy who's been having great games, but he's been having great, great games without Julio. Is Julio back? How long do these guys play uh, in, in a game where that means nothing to Atlanta? I don't know. Tyreek, he's questionable. How long is he going to play? Stephon Diggs. How long is anyone from Buffalo's offense going to play? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who's throwing him the football? How healthy is whoever's throwing him the football? You know, Devontae, then a lot of questions before we start getting into um, some some more wide receivers I think you feel pretty good about. Yeah, Devontae's a smash. Um, the way I want to ask this to you is... Let's say you can only afford one of these guys, Kamara, Henry, Adams. Who do you prefer? I think it's Henry. Um, because I, I think... Oh, interesting. Yeah, wow. it, it'll depend on my quarterback, because if I'm if I'm quarterbacking Rodgers in this lineup, I'm going to want Adams. But if I'm quarterbacking Chad Henney or Danny Dimes um, or, or you know Herbert, let's say, then I I think I'd rather take somebody like um, Henry. I just I just think it's it's such a it's such a guaranteed um, like nothing's guaranteed, but it's 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 such a good spot for Derrick Henry um, given the matchup. I think I would take him. 
Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a wrong answer, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was just curious what your preference is. Normally, I'd want the running back, but, you know, Adams has just been so dependable, and the Packers have to win for a very lucrative buy this year. So he's very interesting. Um, I'm with you. I think Ridley will play enough that I'll be in on him. Uh, definitely Allen Robinson in that Packers game. I mean, you could go Rodgers, Adams, Robinson, and that just makes such a great stack right there. And yep. no motivation for the team, but Justin Jefferson can set the rookie receiving record and also the Minnesota Vikings receiving yards record, I believe, this week. So And and playing for rookie yeah, of the year. Definitely like that. You're right, you know, and, and playing I think for rookie of the year. Yeah. Um it's it's kind of it may come down to a week seventeen matchup, him against Herbert. Uh, for for offensive rookie of the year, I mean, I I think the narrative is always going to lean quarterback, but Jefferson's put together an incredible year. Um, so at seventy six hundred, I very much like uh, Jefferson. I think Evans is the piece of the Tampa Bay offense I want if I'm playing one of them. Um, you know, and and then and then we start to get into DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, Keenan Allen. All three, I I think you can play. Um, you know, Allen only got three targets last week, rare, and he hasn't he hasn't had, you know he he was on a he was on a run in the middle of the season. Um, he had two point he had, he had two points last week, twenty points in week fourteen, you know, basically ten in week thirteen. Um, but again, very good matchup end of the season if he plays and he's questionable right now. Um, I, I think you can feel pretty good about Allen, especially if you're if you're playing Herbert. I think that's the stack you want. If he plays, um, and then below that, you know, things get interesting. But I'll, I'll pause and, and let you jump in here on, on, on any of those. Yeah, DK Metcalf with uh, with Russell Wilson, I think he's a pretty good play. And in my Tannehill stacks, I'm obviously going to be looking at A.J. Brown. Brandon Cooks' price is quite the sticker shock, but, man, he's been really good. But in this economy – with the guys we just talked about, Adams, Ridley, Robinson, Jefferson, Metcalf, Brown, give me all those guys before I mess around with something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was on Deontay Johnson, 6,700 before, because, I mean, he's had some, you know, we're kind of down on this Steelers offense, but in, in his last several, 22, 28, 21, 13, 26, 26, he he's been playing pretty well. I don't want any part of him uh, when with Mason Rudolph throwing him the football. Uh, so I'll skip past that and and I'll whistle past a bunch of folks here. Um, you know, uh, same thing with with Juju, Robert Woods, different quarterback, but same situation. No thanks. Corey Davis put up a zero last week. Uh, no thanks. Um, you know. Marquise Brown, eh? Ty, I, I, I could take a, I could take a look at Ty though. I, I'd rather have Jonathan Taylor. It really isn't for me, um, until we get cheaper. But, but I know you wanted to, to talk about Tyler Lockett here in the, in the high, in the high five K range, which is pretty, pretty shocking for somebody who started at sixty five hundred. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about, just the price. I mean, the, the production has been horrible ever since. So he's just a way to get different on this slate. We know what he is capable of. If you look at his ceiling games in that game log, 
at 5,800, he just seems way too cheap. And the Seahawks are motivated. Mm -hmm. So that's at least of interest to me. Uh, Same price, Amari Cooper, him and Andy Dalton get along pretty well. So I like that a little bit. Otherwise, this range is really not where I want to be. I'd rather pay up big time or try to get somebody who's coming into an expanded role for a lot cheaper. Yeah, bottom of my range is uh, is two folks in that 5K um, area uh, that, I, that I just want to mention. Marvin Jones, five points last week against Tampa Bay, but a game that just absolutely got away from, from Detroit very, very quickly. Against Minnesota, I think you could be looking at a at a much better game from him, and and he's got you know he he's got those ceiling games on his resume lately uh, as the number one in Detroit. Thirty points in week fifteen, put up twenty nine in week thirteen um, uh, against a Minnesota defense that's twenty third against fantasy wide receivers. I think you can feel pretty good about that. And I'll also mention Sterling Shepard. Um, if you're playing dimes, Shepard is the, is the is the stack. Twelve targets last week with dimes back in the lineup, put up 23 points. Thirtieth um, is Dallas's defense against fantasy wide receivers. Again, a defense we have been targeting all year long. I really like Shepard this week. Love the Shepard call. I really do. Makes a lot of sense. Safety blanket. Uh, I think Engram is going to be okay, but he's been a little bit limited this week. So definitely like that call. Look, man, Jamison Crowder is going to be out there. He's Darnold's favorite target. You know, he's worth a look. Michael Gallup in that Dallas offense has been boomer bust, but when he booms, the ceiling is really high. Uh, I like T. Higgins, the player. I was on him a lot last week. That worked out, but against Baltimore in a must-win game for them, not really enthused with that matchup very much. But then, honestly, it's we're down into the punts. Yep. Like, big time after this. Like, all the way down. Yep. Um, so, we'll, we'll just skip it and move on to tight end. Uh, Gesicki week, right? Anybody? Anybody? Anybody else? I mean, f- for me. Always. For me, it was, it was Gesicki week, 4,200. That's where I started. Um Robert Tanyan feels like a tough play at 5K, and I love Robert Tanyan. Uh, we he's he's made us some money this year uh, with just just t- I mean one two three four five weeks in a row with a touchdown. Uh, that streak got broke last week, um, but 5K feels like a tough play, um, a tough price to pay for Robert Tanyan. You know you can mark Andrews above that. It's just always hard for me to get. Um, to get up there, but he's he's a he's he's a solid play, I think, uh, against Cincinnati. I don't know, I don't know about anybody above that. Talk talk to me about the high end range of, of tight end because Kasicki really is where I check in at forty two hundred dollars. Yeah, I don't know about Darren Waller at seven K. I don't really know what that team is going to look like, so that's probably a pass. I do have at least mild interest in George Kittle at six K. Like, if he's going to suit up after coming back from injury, I would expect him to play quite a bit. So mm-hmm. he's at least on the radar. Uh, because I like Lamar so much, Andrews will be at least in the mix for me. Am I trying to jam him in there? No, of course not. If more value opens up and I build enough teams, yeah, I'd probably going to get on a little bit of Mark Andrews. Tunyon seems too overpriced. Give me Adams. And, you know, more like Aaron Jones over before I get to Tunyon. Right. The mid-range don't really love it. You know, Hawkinson 
fine. I say it literally every single podcast. <laughs> he's fine. And he's always fine. That is. But, like, guys like Gasicki, like we've talked about, in a must-win game, and probably against a watered-down Buffalo team. I like Jonu Smith in a must-win game for the Titans for 400 cheaper. Mm-hmm. And, I, like, I still like Austin Hooper, but with all the wide receivers coming back, he got a little bit of a price increase. But at 3800 he's still probably a pretty good play. Yep. Uh, I mentioned Herb Smith's a little bit interesting to me, but but I think I'd rather have a cheap running back if one emerges there. I'd certainly rather have Jefferson probably feeling over top. Um, uh, so I, you know, that that's just hard because I, I want other pieces on that on that offense. But in a vacuum, thirty nine hundred for Herb Smith is is interesting. Um, all the way down to three K, Cole Komet is somebody we've talked about a bunch on this show, and and you know lately. Three points his last two weeks, eight the week before that. But target numbers have been there. Um, 14, 20, 22 targets in his last four games. Um, again, a game where I think they're going to be chasing. Pretty good matchup in, in that regard, at least, that he's getting targets and they're going to be throwing the ball. Um, if he falls into the end zone, he pays you, he pays it off at that price. So I like Cole Komet there. Um, Jordan Reed's interesting for $100 cheaper because, uh, you know... Uh, Kittle back in the lineup uh, kind of takes takes the steam out of that one, um, but I just if if maybe we we get we get a you know a tip that it might be a more fifty fifty situation there than than just George Kittle week uh, he could be interesting and I'll just mention last thing you 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 said Ingram you know we we evoked Ingram a couple minutes ago um, he's questionable if he doesn't play you always play the Giants backup tight end from from mid price. All right, it might it might end up being Caden Smith week because uh, it can't be Red Ellison week anymore because he retired. But that's it. it. Is that's Caden Smith. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is Caden Smith. He's out there. He's catching balls. Um, if Ingram's out, always play the Giants backup tight end. It's just doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Always jam in whoever the Giants backup tight end is if their if their prime tight end is out. But that's that's where I'm out on uh, on tight ends. I'm praying the Giants just start getting in the habit of signing like the old veteran tight ends, you know, and they kind of sparingly play. But we can play guys like Greg Olson at the end of their career with the Giants. That would listen, be awesome. Listen, if Jason Witten was on the Giants roster, he would be in my lineup every single week, every week. <laughs> I'd love. It. Because one, because t- at least twice a year, his line would be one catch, one yard, one touchdown, and that would be it for me. Wouldn't even matter if the Mid-price. lineup cashed. That That's would be it. enough. Uh, let's go, let's go to unless you've got another tight end, we'll go to defense. No, I don't. Okay, all right. Let's go to defense where um, we've got. I look. I've got three defenses and three defenses only. Um, I'm not paying up for anybody too expensive because I actually feel really, really well, uh, really, really good, I should say. Actually, I have no idea what the correct grammatical choice there is um, about these three, and they're all um, 3K or under. Seattle, 3K uh, against San Francisco. Just listen to the point totals. Seattle's defense, maligned, by the way, um, has has racked up 9-9-12, 9-9-5-5. 
Those, those, that's their last string of games. And they're playing San Francisco this week. I think you feel pretty good about that. Dallas's defense, again, maligned. 10, 15, and 18 points in their last three games. And playing a Danny Dimes, who I love, um, but just turns the ball over and takes sacks. So uh, I think you can feel great about playing them at 2,900. And then a pretty good Cleveland defense at 2,500 uh, is playing Mason Rudolph. So any of those three, I don't I don't need to go uh, more expensive. I like the first two. Uh, definitely started looking lower than that, so I'm glad you brought those two to my attention. Seattle makes sense. Beathard is not very sharp. But for me, it started with Cleveland, and that's who's in my, my team right now. Yeah. Against Mason Rudolph. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, if we get clarity on what Buffalo's doing and it's not Josh Allen, I would like the Dolphins at 2.9K. But – I think we can get a little bit froggy here, buddy. And okay. let's say Deshaun Watson is hurt. We could play the Tennessee Titans at 2.2K, maybe. Or if you want to just play a bad defense against a bad quarterback, you could play the New York Jets at 2.3K against Cam Newton. You're talking to a guy who played the New York Jets last week against the Browns. Um and had them in the yeah. lineup before the COVID situation happened to the Browns, um, just just as a as a as a punt. And so I'm I'm not opposed to that. Absolutely. I love it. That's it, though. I think we get away cheap at defense, a little bit mid range at tight end, a couple of nice values at running back, and then you pay up for all the dudes you want. All right, let's drop the music. We'll tie a little bow on the Week 17 slate. Mr. Paulson, give us your favorite plays of the week. Top end, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers. I like a little bit of Tannehill for a little bit cheaper. On the bottom range, I like Mitch Trubisky again. One more shot, maybe, to play him, so we got to get in there, of course. Running back, top end, Kamara. And Henry, I like. Jonathan Taylor is the guy. And then we're going all the way to the bottom. There's four guys right now that I've got my eye on, and we talked about them already. Malcolm Brown, Rodney Smith, Daria Gubawale, and Ty Johnson, and keep an eye on Minnesota. Wide receiver, it's the top end, guys. We want to get as many of them as we can. We got Adams, we got Robinson, we got Jefferson, we got Metcalf, and we got A.J. Brown. Love them all. Tight ends, it's the mid-range. We got Kasicki, we got Johnny Smith, and we got maybe a little bit of Austin Hooper. And defense, it's just Cleveland for me. I just feel very comfortable right there. Yeah, that's totally fair. Uh, quarterback, Rodgers, Herbert, Henny, Dimes. Those are those are my four that I'll be that I'll be playing uh, in in my many lineups. Uh, running back, give me Henry, give me Taylor, Agumbawale, as we mentioned, Malcolm Brown. Whatever the situation becomes in Minnesota. Um, that you know, those those are the guys to shuffle through the many lineups. Uh, Adams, Jefferson, and Sterling Shepard are my wide receivers that I will be targeting most. Tight end is Gasicki and Komet, uh, and defense Cleveland, Dallas, Seattle. Any of those three, um, uh, and yeah, you feel pretty pretty good about them. Uh, no teaser. Uh, I'm just just waving the white flag. Uh, we're out on that. Uh, should have done it weeks ago. What a bad way that turned after a hot start. Uh, I, and I'll just I'll just drop this in. Uh, we haven't talked about this game because it is the Sunday night game, and 
and my oh my, what what odds you would have gotten in August on the the Sunday night feature game of Week 17 flexed in, being Jalen Hurts against Tyler Heineke or uh, or Alex Smith. I mean, either way, uh, the odds you could have gotten on that in in August were insane. But I will take Philadelphia plus the two points against Washington, even though uh, the football team needs it uh, and Philly doesn't. Uh, I just do not believe in the football team, no matter who I think the quarterback is right now. Uh, what loses there? One bet, but still. Philadelphia money line. Love it. Philadelphia money line. The Giants win uh, earlier in the day, and the six and ten New York Giants are hosting probably Tampa Bay and Tom Brady in a playoff game for the ages. Believe it, and it will happen. Good luck, everybody.